I'm drinking a beer here, so if I belch, you'll edit out. You'll, you'll edit it out, right? Uh, nice, me too. Yes, I I edit out mostly. I I edit the show after I add <laughs> things and I take out pauses. I mostly do it to make me sound good. You know, good. So I. <laughs> <laughs> of course that's my main concern it's, <laughs> so, it's yeah. your show so exactly. i wouldn't expect any different yeah get your own podcast no. if you want to if you want to sound good <laughs> exactly <laughs> look out the lever get away from that lever don't blow us all to atoms Welcome, everyone, to another episode of That Record Got Me. Hi, I'm Rob Elba here. This is my podcast, and it's great to have you guys here. I am in Seattle still, but uh, I can't seem to find anyone local in Seattle to talk to, so I am. Uh, my guest is once again uh, on Zoom, and he, we're very proud of ourselves that we figured out, uh, you know, the Zoom <laughs> connection, because that's something uh, important. If you're over a certain age, you know, it's not, it, it just doesn't come easy to us, right? <laughs> Zoom is actually pretty easy. I it is pretty say. easy, but... but you, just yeah. click, you just click something. Yeah, exactly. But some you'd be surprised. Some people click the wrong things, and they're confused, <laughs> and yeah, we've had some issues. Uh, so without further ado, uh, you hear the voice, and <laughs> I'm going to introduce our returning guest three times. This is your yes. third time in the show, right, Gary? It is. It's my third time. All right, Mr. Gary Messick. Welcome to the show, Gary. Thank you very much, Rob. I appreciate it. Singer, songwriter. <laughs> well, I haven't done that in a long I was gonna, time. I, I was wondering. I was going to ask you that. Do you Have you pretty much given up on music, <laughs> Gary, retired uh, from it? Or? You know, I, don't, I just don't have... The resources. If I had the resources to record, I might still dabble in it. What resources? Um, you have a MacBook. That's all you need. That's all people. Yeah, uh, release, I know. Uh, Billy Eilish re- released a, a number one selling record in in a room. Uh, you know, so yeah, but I have to buy a, a decent mic and, uh, <laughs> I, you know, all I've got is a guitar. Okay. Uh, no keyboard. All right. uh, I would do it with with our our mutual friend John Wilkins, but he's you know hard to pin down. He is hard to pin down. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, <laughs> sounds like you're just making excuses, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, I also wrote uh, curmudgeon because you're kind of a curmudgeon now. I feel like you're yeah. turning into more of a curmudgeon. <laughs> curmudgeon as really? you're older. That, that might be. I don't know. Yeah, I think it is. Um, <laughs> and and also, I I wrote this down in my notes. Possibly one of the whitest people I know, but even more <laughs> whiter than me. <laughs> Which is, <laughs> which is pertinent because what is the record that you brought? What are we talking about, uh, Gary? So, the record we're talking about is the Gold Experience by Prince. By Prince, and you know what? I've known for a while that you're a really big Prince fan, and and you are. But it just it, it seems funny to me. Not that you like Prince, because of course Prince is great and he's amazing. But I, I probably am guilty uh, of just knowing, you know, his more popular um, Sign of the Times and uh, Purple Rain, of course. And then his earlier stuff. I remember a Controversy actually was the first Prince record I bought. I got that and I had 1999. But, yeah. you're, but you're a real Prince fan, right? Well, I, yeah, I pretty much. I mean, I don't have... Absolutely everything that he ever released, but well, yeah, that would be it. hard to do because he, it would be hard. Yeah. He released a lot. I mean, he was just going nuts. That was like one of the problems he was having with his label, right? Warner Brothers. Yeah. 
Yeah, he he. Uh, that's why he wanted out of Warner Brothers. Well, two reasons. I think one was that he wanted to own his masters, and the other reason was that he wanted to be able to release whatever he wanted to release whenever he wanted to release it, and they they weren't on board for that. Right. You know. Yeah. So for, so this one is his seventeenth studio album. <laughs> Uh, yeah, released in September 1995, and uh, I think was this the first one that was credited to his when he used that um, yeah. symbol, the unpronounceable symbol. The, yeah, the the, symbol. I think people ended up calling it the love symbol the or love something. Symbol. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and then um, the press just ended up calling him the artist, formerly known as Prince, or or exactly. the artist yeah. for short. Yeah, which was cool. Yeah, so, I, I I thought that was cool. I, I was on board with that whole thing. I, I, I thought it was cool. And I liked how, so this was in the height of his battle with Warner brothers and yeah. Um, yeah. And, he, and yeah, he, this is when he started writing like slave on his face in the, yeah. I hate you video. He would go to meetings at Warner's with the executives with, with slave written on his face. So that's, <laughs> that, that's, <bad. laughs> that's, that's kind of badass, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love it. It is. He, he, uh, yeah, because he, he just wanted out and he made it, clear that he was just gonna i guess for the last few records on his contract that he was just gonna throw some things together for them from the vault not record new music right right for warners just call stuff from the vault because he which he could easily do because he had so many damn songs yeah um yeah so like with the, the gold experience he wanted to release it uh in tandem with uh come which uh, he wanted to release that under his own name and Gold Experience with the symbol uh, at the same time. And uh, Warner's nixed that idea. Balked at that. They balked. Only, yeah, yeah. They would tell him, Prince, you're, you can't flood the market, you know? You're right. Gonna, which, I'm sure there's truth in that. It's going to hurt your sales overall if you put too much out at once. But I guess he didn't buy into that. Uh, right. And so. <laughs> yeah, he, he didn't. And when you think about it, he was kind of ahead of his time because that's kind of what artists are doing now. I mean, they're pretty much just putting out things whenever they want to put out, you know, whenever they whenever they want to. And they're putting it out and their fans are going right. to Um Taylor Swift was doing that. And I mean, she put out a record and then she put out this whole other record and then she was recording, you know, mm. so artists are doing that more now. It's not like it, the old cycle where you do the album a tour and an album. You know, that's just not how things work anymore. So, yeah. right, right. And yeah, I guess not. I don't know what's going on anymore. I know, recently, right? I'm just. So. <laughs> Dude, I'll take your word for it, though. Well, I do have a music podcast, so I do have my finger yeah. on yeah, the pulse I, of. Uh... I would expect you to know more than me. <laughs> Yeah, so this uh, so this was a lot of this uh, these songs were done uh, from that album come and it actually took a long time for this to come out. But this, I mean, I this really is something that fell through the cracks, I think, because in listening to it now, I mean, some of the songs I knew the the most beautiful girl in the world single. I remember when that came out, but but it's a really good record, and I feel like it kind of fell through the cracks in a way, right? Yeah, it. I read that it it did it was okay commercially, but it wasn't a huge hit. I don't think. Right, but it did all right. Right, I think it. I think Warner's was disappointed though with with the sales. Of course, uh, because they wanted you know yeah. they wanted Purple Rain. You know, a record yeah. label. They wanted uh, Purple Rain again. Well, can't you do that again? Uh, yeah. <laughs> what's there's uh, yeah there's some but it but it but it's great. I mean, it's really a great record, and it's a uh, in a way it's a classic Prince record. I think because it has just about a little of everything and um, everything so well played yeah. and well done on it. Right. Yeah, it's very it's very diverse. There's um, a little bit of just about everything that he'd done up to that point. 
You know, there's funk, there's, there's dance music, there's rock, there's right. kind of guitar pop, I would say. Right, some right, of the track, right. Uh, yeah. You know, so it's kind of all over the place, so I like yeah. that. And also, kind of interestingly, uh, it's hard It's hard to find it. The album's not currently in print, available due to uh, right. plagiarism, ongoing plagiarism case, which we'll talk about when we get through the most beautiful girl in the world. And yeah. uh, Italian uh, duo, I guess, have a song taking me to paradise but when we get up to that we'll talk about that i have some thoughts on that <laughs> okay sure well I, I don't think i know about this so oh no oh, okay well good. Yeah. We'll, it'll be interesting for both used of us. to me <laughs> yeah and I, and i was wondering also uh because prince obviously prince can it, it's funny uh just the episode that's out now we have a stevie wonder episode um intervisions the record intervisions which he basically played just about everything on there and yeah. i and, and in there i sort of compared him i said he's kind of like a prince kind of guy that he could do everything and prince could but prince uh, doesn't really do that because he likes i think he he likes to work with other people and play the, the band yeah. thing. So he gets, uh, but he, he always gets like really good players, you know? Yeah, I know with this, with this album, I think about a third of the tracks are basically just Prince. And then the rest of them are uh, his band at the time, the new power generation. Right, right. The new, yeah. the new power generation. And it's got uh, in between a lot of the songs, it's got these little, uh, what would you call them? The little drop-ins. The... I guess it's, it's like, like a, like an, a 900 number. Hello, welcome to the Dawn, playground for the new power generation. There are over 500 experiences to choose from. Here's a sample. You call into yeah. and <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, you know, I, I don't. I don't know. I read a, a fair amount of stuff about this record before doing this, but nobody, for some reason, talks about you know that that aspect of the album and what what he had in mind and why he did that. Right. Why he had added that little odd conceit to the record. So, yeah. It's I don't know. I don't, cool. I'm not sure what to make of it. Yeah, it's kind of cool. I don't it's mind it. Sometimes funny. when bands do things like that, I it, I feel like it it gets old. And uh, but uh, in listening to the record this uh, week album, I don't mind them. They're they're short and they kind of lead into the next song, so they're they're fine. Really, I I have no problem yeah. with them. Yeah, yeah. I don't bother me either. <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of fun. It is right. I think it is. All right. So there's a, there are a lot of songs on this thing, so we should get into it. And the first song, uh, it's listed as P Control, but it was originally called what, Gary? I'm going to make you say it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I have no doubt it, it was probably, you know, it's, it reminds me of um, the Rolling Stones with that song on uh, Goat's Head Soup, uh, Starfucker. Oh, right, right. On, on the record, they call it Star Star. Star, Star. Star. Yeah, 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 right. For, you know, it's just the same kind of thing. It was obviously, it's Pussy Control is the name of the there song. There you go. I just wanted to be I you said it. it. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> the white, the only person Save wore the white. Embarrassment. Yeah, <laughs> it's great though. It's a great song, and, and it's a cool. It's a great opener because it kind of like it's it's got like an introduction. You know, it's got its own introduction, and uh, it's cool. yeah. Nuestra presentación especial comenzará en breve, pero antes un mensaje de nuestros auspiciadores. Yeah. Uh. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, boys and motherfucking girls. This is your captain with no name speaking, and I'm here to rock your world with a tale that will soon be classic about a woman you already know. No prostitute, she, but the mayor of your brain, pussy control. Are you ready? Oh. 
schoolyard A little girl skipping rope with her friends A tisket, a tasket, no lunch in her basket Just school books for the fight she would be in One day over this hoodie She got beat for some clothes and a rep With a chin up she stole it, all y'all's molded When I'm rich on your neck I will step And step she did to the straight A's Then college to master degree She hired the heifers that jumped her And made every one of them work for free No, why so? What if my sisters are trifling? They just don't know She said mama didn't tell them what she told me Girl, you need pussy control Are you ready? <laughs> It's great yeah. And there's like so much going on in this, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So and so I, th I think you have to call this a feminist song. Yeah, yeah, you, for for sure it is because it's uh it's totally yeah it's sort of like a parable about this girl growing up in the hood and then she she doesn't take shit from anyone and she goes to college she ends up you know uh she ends up becoming successful and basically you know it's basically like she's in control and he's sort of telling you know it's sort of like yeah. And it, a female empowerment thing like you're in control he calls it yeah pussy well, control it, it, which is kind of funny but uh yeah well it's, it's specifically it's specifically the message of the song seems to be you know uh women uh don't uh depend on men right right know, to get where you want to get yeah, to it, right and, right and yeah. don't don't let them take advantage of you and don't let them have anything you don't want them to have including certain parts of your anatomy without your permission and exactly you know, yeah yeah that's so it's the whole great. message yeah yeah and, and you know? we both have uh girls we're both fathers of daughters mm. and i have no problem with them i would i would you know i would be uh fine with them listening to this and uh you know and it, it is a very uh it's a good message you know i i think and and i also like how he sounds he, he's like really loose sounding on this you know he's like yeah. spitting because this is this is a, a prince that i hadn't heard much of where he's just spitting out these rhymes and everything and he sounds very loose and uh yeah i guess it's one of the few examples of him rapping I don't think he, he really never did a whole lot of rapping. Right, right. And it right. might be one of the earliest examples of it. I'm, I'm not sure offhand how accurate that is. But I have to say, I want, I want to take this opportunity to, by the way, to, to, to diss somebody. Do it. Let's <laughs> do, they, do, do it. Do, do, they, do, they still, do they still use that term, diss? diss? I, who knows, Gary? I don't know. But the, like, I used it because there are some diss songs on, on this for <laughs> sure. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure how out of it I am these days. You're, but, you're probably pretty out of it, you, but good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anyway, I, I it, to do research for for this, uh, I bought a book that I put on my Kindle titled "Prince: The Man and His Music" by a guy named Matt Thorne. Uh -oh. It's a huge book, and it's hardcover edition. It's over 600 pages. Right. It mainly focuses on Prince's music rather than his personal life, although that's in there to a certain extent. Okay. So anyway, I thought you know uh, uh, there ought to be some good tidbits about the gold experience in this book you know, that I can use on the podcast. Right. So I read the book from the beginning, uh, got it's about, it's almost halfway into the book before he gets to the gold experience. The guy devotes about three paragraphs to the album. And not only that, but he doesn't like it. No, really? <laughs> and he, yeah. And he, and he doesn't understand, he doesn't understand what P control is about. He, really? He said, yeah, he says, and he says the album is the beginning of, Uh, Prince's turn toward a more conservative reactionary sexuality. What? Which, no. Which makes, wow. Makes, this guy. This guy just sounds makes no uh, sense. Like an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. I just well, wanna. It, it it pissed me off so bad <laughs> that I I don't know if I can read the rest of the book. 
No, because, yeah, it sounds, yeah, this guy sounds like an idiot. Who would let him write a book about Prince? Yeah, and uh, yeah like it shouldn't have been allowed. He doesn't you know? know what he's talking about. Yeah, yeah, that's a bad take. That sounds like a really yeah. bad take. Because I was, like, you know, I, I always like to read the reviews of it, and the reviews of it are really positive. I mean, uh, yeah, uh, you know, universally positive. Uh, uh, positive and it's Prince you know it, it's Prince see the thing is even Prince when he's not on his total game he's still great just because he was so fucking talented you know and so good but this yeah. is a s step above that for sure I think yeah I agree yeah so I don't know what this guy's talking about so, right. yeah it's crazy insane alright so now we get uh, on the, we get a little um, the first MPG operator thing and then we get uh, a really rocking this is this is rock Prince right Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, endorphin. Let's listen to a little bit of endorphin machine. Got some great Prince screams in there, right? He sound, it almost yeah. reminds me of Steven Tyler in a way. He sounds like, uh, you know, him a little. Yeah. And uh, and actually, you know what it reminds me of? I don't know why, it, uh, which uh, a soundtrack I really love. Uh, something that could be on Hedwig and the Angry Inch soundtrack. I rose from off of a doctor slab. My Lazarus from the pit. Now everyone will take a stab. Nicorate me with blood graffiti and spit. Love it. It's really good, and uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's it's just like um, theatrical rock type songs, but really right. good. And and this sounds like it would fit in there. Well, you gotta love the uh, cowbell at the beginning. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, and yeah. Then, <laughs> that's that's so classic rock, right it there. It is. It is. And, and then uh, it and like every up tempo track on this record, it, it just slams. It just kicks ass. It does, and he's got a great uh, solo. I'll play a little bit of the uh, guitar solo in this, but he's, yeah. he's got just some great. Guitar solos on this record, yeah. like yeah, yeah, and it's it's the so one thing I if, the thing that I think sets this record apart from uh, what had come kind of immediately before and after uh, is just this a little higher level of intensity throughout the whole thing. Oh right, right, um, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's real. I mean, uh, the tracks themselves—they're just like recorded really hot. I mean, I had yeah. <laughs> I had to bring the, the uh, faders down because they were just pegged where I normally yeah. set them. They were just pegged. So uh, yeah, and but now we bring things down. Now we get these se sexy bedroom prints here on this next one. Oh yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, yeah. Uh, let's listen to a little bit of uh, Shh. That that rocking intro, and then it goes into that yeah. smooth uh, soul. No, yeah. uh, Gary, I was going to ask you because the music. I know the the music you usually listen to and what you like. So, how did like how did this record come to you? Like, well, how did you discover this record? And you know, uh, yeah, just yeah, <laughs> help uh, me well, out because the other stuff you listen to, I know, is is not like this. Well, <clears throat> I mean, I I been listening to Prince going back to, well, 1999 came out originally. Right. I bought that. And so, and I was just the next several albums I, I bought when right. they came out Me too. Uh, at the time. Yeah. And then I kind of, I actually kind of drifted away after I think sign of the times. Right. For Me some too. reason. Yeah, same, same for me, so, but, I ne- but I drifted away and I never really came back. <laughs> Yeah, so actually, I just, I just about five years ago, I just for some reason, I don't remember why, I just sort of had a renewed interest in Prince, and I started buying the records that I'd missed. Right. So uh, the Gold Experience was was one of them. I just read some really good things about it, so I just ordered a, the, a used CD online, and so this, so I've only been familiar with this record for about five years or so. Oh, okay. Um, okay. And um, I don't know. It's so it, it's. I, yeah, I guess it's it's sort of different from somebody. I mean, in general, going back to when I was a kid, I've always liked sort of melodic pop and rock. Right. My main things, you know. Right. But uh, but it was never the only thing I ever listened to. Right. Yeah. 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 Because I know you're uh, got it by voice. You got it by voices fan. You love REM, mm. right? And uh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, but this this sort of scratches some other itch, right? <laughs> other yeah. Musicals. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. So, I, I mean, I still like to, always liked R and B. Oh, okay. okay. I, I, I love Stevie Wonder. He's another yeah, yeah artist. Uh, How could you not? Think. I feel like stuff like this you can't. If, if you're a music fan and you love music, it would be hard. Like I don't know if someone would like hate Prince. I, I don't. I I wouldn't get that really. You know, if you're a, a yeah, music I'm fan. I'm sure there are people out there who oh, do. Of course but, there are. Um, <laughs> you know, anything you can think of, somebody's going to hate it. Exactly. So, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? All right, so now we get uh, this is uh, some like Prince electro funk, but he gets, but this is uh, it's very it's very sincere this next one, and it's a little political. I don't know. To me, it sounds uh, kind of hokey, a little hokey. But he he's talking about some serious uh, topics here. But uh, we'll we'll talk about it. Let's listen to a little bit of We March. Un para todos y todos para uno. March! 
he did on sign of the times a little right yeah yeah it's a social consciousness song you know the lyrics kind of remind me speaking of stevie wonder of something stevie wonder would have written back in the 70s oh okay right you know yeah if, um yeah if this is the same avenue my ancestors fought to liberate how come i can't buy a piece of it even if my credit's straight yeah and by the way this is another song that 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 damn matt thorne did not understand that he <laughs> he said it was it was Prince self-aggrandizement. He says the son of oh, wow. It's, it's 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 the opposite, if anything, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I'm I'm just so annoyed with this guy. <laughs> I just I, I, can, I can feel that. I, I feel you. I are. can't that's get over good. it. Yeah, like, no, I paid terrible. for the book, and this is what I get. You I know? know. You should write a a harsh letter to him. And <laughs> yeah, well, I'm kind of doing it, it now. Do any, I don't think it would do any good. You already bought his book, so he doesn't. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got your money. Exactly. That's, that would be his response, no <laughs> doubt. Got your money. I don't care. All right. So now we get this uh, this single, which shockingly, I read this. Do you know this? Uh, the most beautiful girl in the world was was his first UK number one hit. His first one. Yeah, I, I re- remember reading that. Yeah. Yeah, from from him because he did uh, nothing compares to you. I think other people and um, uh, a Chaka Khan song. Uh, well, his song. I feel for you, Chuck. Tom was number one, but it's the first one uh, that he sang that uh, that was number one in the UK, and it's a great song. And this is the one uh, we'll talk a little about the uh, about the controversy. Oh, on- uh, before we go forward, just just the, the song we just talked about. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. There's one thing that's kind of interesting. There's a verse in there where he's basically Prince is, is taking men to task for calling women bitches, or he says, uh, "This is the same sister that you cannot stop calling a bitch." It'll be the same one that'll leave your broke ass in a ditch. Oh, nice. <laughs> Can't find a better reason to call this woman otherwise than don't cry. You made the bed in which you lie. But, that is good, it, yeah. It ends up being kind of ironic considering a song that comes later in this record. So, <laughs> Well, you know, <laughs> but I right. think obviously you could say that he's uh, doing characters. He does take the, uh, you know, uh, sings in the voice of a character in songs. So that's different. Yeah, but I true, think when he sa- does something like this, this is what he, this is how he really feels. And I yeah. always felt no matter how sexualized a lot of his songs are, that he definitely respected, uh, respected women and just people in general. I felt like he's very respectful person and you know and uh was not there's uh, definitely a sense uh, in a lot of his even some of his you know dirtier songs that they're you know that when he's singing about women he's singing about them with respect and interest genuine interest yeah yeah right for sure yeah absolutely and and nothing and still sex i mean obviously he was never shy about it and you know sex is is awesome well it was his big topic exactly for years there (laughs) until he became a jehovah's witness but right 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 even then the songs were still good at least musically so they were all right so yeah so this one the most beautiful girl in the world well let's let's listen to a little bit of it and then we will discuss the most beautiful girl in the world yeah
Just like a really very sweet, soulful song. Do you read about uh, how he came to write it, though? Did you read when the uh, son of a Warner Brothers executive suggested to Prince that he didn't have another hit record in him? Uh, he wrote the song uh, the next day. <laughs> I didn't know that. Uh, yeah. That's great. And That's great because it, yeah, it was a hit. It was. It was his uh, UK number yeah. one hit. Okay, so in, in January 2009, an Italian court ruled that this song was plagiarized by Prince from Taking Me to Paradise, written by Bruno Bergonzi and Michelle Vecino. And yeah, so it's sad. Like you on Spotify, you can't even hear it. this song's not even on Spotify. But it, it, if you go to YouTube, the video is still up of the song, so you could hear it there. Mm. But and and I listened to their song, uh, Taking Me to Paradise, and the songs are slightly similar. But one important difference. Gary is that the Italian guy the, these Italian people song sucks and Prince's <laughs> song is great so you know uh, yeah that's it, it's, that is a significant difference it, it really is and uh, I'll just play it and I'll let the listener uh, d- decide but that's just my personal personal yeah. what the stars have planned This episode of That Record Got Me High podcast is brought to you by our patrons at Patreon. What is Patreon? Well, I've only been telling you about it for the past three years, but Patreon is a platform that allows you to support artists and creators that you love. How do you become a patron? Well, I also mentioned this too. You go to patreon.com forward slash TRGMH or just go to patreon.com and search for That Record Got Me High podcast and become a patron of the show. It's fun. It's, well, I don't know how fun it is, really, but uh, it really helps out, and we appreciate you, and we have special patron-curated episodes, and we send out newsletters, and uh, it is fun. Let's, I'm just going to go on record as saying it's kind of fun. Go to patreon.com forward slash TRGMH and become a patron today.
All right, now we got a really this this next one's a really interesting one. I guess it's about reincarnation, right? Yeah, I I, I think well, I think the main thing is is, is kind of like uh, I, I I am who I am, and you, and don't try to change me is kind of the message. But ah, okay. yeah, I guess okay. that it, it ends up with him kind of saying, yeah, he's going to come back as a dolphin. Which would be awesome. How awesome yeah. would that be, Gary, if there was a dolphin swimming around that was really Prince? That would a, be awesome. A Prince dolphin. Yeah. I, I love For that. For a dolphin with eyeliner. and you know. <laughs> Exactly. And this is cool. This is kind of like indie rocker Prince, this song, right? Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of like guitar pop. I yeah, would say. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? But it, it but it but it's cool. It's really cool. Let's listen to a little bit of a dolphin. How beautiful do the words have to be before they conquer every heart? How will you know if I'm even in the right key? You make me stop before I start If I came back as a dolphin Would you listen to me then? Would you let me be your friend? Would you let me be? You can cut off all my fears But to your ways I will not bend I'll die before I <laughs> yeah, I mean it's cool. It's indie pop, like yeah. I was saying, but <laughs> yeah, but it's cool. It's catchy as hell. It is. It's really catchy. Yeah, the chorus yeah. is very catchy. And now we get more hip hop prints. This 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 next one is the yeah. party jam uh, dance track of the uh, of the record. Now, Gary, do you dance at all? Are, <laughs> are you a dancer? <laughs> oh my god. I probably dance as about as much as you do. Yeah, um, which is not. I'm not a dancer, but I feel like if I, if I were a dancer, I would dance to this for sure. Uh, yes, I 100%. agree. Uh, let's listen sure. to yeah. This one is called now. Now. doing the little the hip-hop thing which is atypical for him he didn't do a lot of that so it's definitely different for him yeah yeah and it, and it just slams again it does just like it all really all the up-tempo tracks on this record it's they amazing do. it's great they do it's, it's great to it's great to jog when i when i jog i listen to music so oh okay stuff so, you like can this jog. That I, so that's almost like dancing for yeah yeah white people so stuff like this <laughs> yeah yeah so, <laughs> so that's this is the kind of thing that you know i, I would jog to so. Yeah, 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 because it does. It it it, it like hits hard. Uh, yeah. It's really hard. 
All right, now we get a song, sexual. This is probably like one of the most sexual ones on here, which I don't know. Do you know the meaning of why it's called uh, 319, uh, 319? I, uh, my, I think my, my impression was that uh, it, that's the identification of the girl that he's taking the pictures of, that it's, that it's, it's like he's going to a, some place in some red light district oh, where the idea okay. is that you right. use a girl to take photographs of in you know, different various pornographic poses. Yes. And probably they're identified by number. He seems to be addressing her by number. That's yeah, yeah. So this, again, this is probably like a character, more like he's, uh, you know, he's uh, taking on a persona in this I movie. would guess. I mean, yeah, who definitely. knows? He could have done something like that at some point. But, I don't you know. know. No, I think Prince is too spiritual for that. <laughs> um, and by the way, did you know this song was featured in the 1995 Paul Verhoeven movie, Showgirls? Made me feel like a hooker. You are a whore, darling. No, I'm not. We all are. We take the cash, we cash the check, we show them what they want to see. Maybe you are a horror crystal, but I'm not. No. Yeah. <laughs> it, well, it I was. a movie, but I, it was a long time ago, so, yeah. so I, I wouldn't remember. The, one of the worst movies ever. Uh, this song yeah, is it's... in there, so let's listen to a little bit of... 319. have lyrics written down but i realize i'm not reading them because it would just make me sound so <laughs> creepy <laughs> yeah i really wouldn't want to hear this words coming out of your no no <laughs> but uh yeah uh, kind of like a throwback prince song because uh you know some of his earlier stuff was really dirty but uh yeah. you know and uh just um yeah this just, is pretty dirty yeah yeah, yeah definitely. this i, I want to read a little quote from uh robert christgau's review of this album uh, let's see. He says, uh, this album documents more than professional genius rampant. All of them do that. This album is a renewal. It's as sex-obsessed as ever, only with more juice. And 319 especially packed the kind of porno jolt sexy music rarely gets near and hard music never does. So I always love that description of that that phrase he uses like a porno jolt right <laughs> <laughs> yeah but exactly it, right but it's but it's also but it's like you saying this this whole album hits really hard i mean it it really does yeah it, yeah it, uh, it uh, packs a wallop yeah, and then i love that about it uh, right and but ironically now we get a song that's kind of stripped down this is maybe one of the more stripped down ones on the on the record uh it's got some acoustic uh really great acoustic guitar playing it's just you know you also forget uh he's just such a good musician and such an amazing guitar player that he just throws out the you know shit on these songs that's like unbelievable uh and, and this is one of them so uh let's listen to a little bit of shy shy 
a month of just being alone, he said I wonder what LA's thinking Streets of Rome, in search of a poem Amongst the wild and drinking When he sees cool dark skin and hot virgin white The search was over, at least for tonight When she co-signed and told him she was shy Cool dark skin and hot virgin white Shy Lips ain't warm but her body's ain't might Shy Looks like we're gonna take the long way home tonight Yeah, so a little uh, a little stripped down. You get a little uh, break from all those the heavy hard hitting songs on that one, right? Yeah, yeah, and it's one of my favorite tracks on the record. Really, it's it's I think um, one of the more interesting ones in terms of the arrangement. Right, right. Um, yeah, it is. Yeah, and uh, it's another story song like like uh, P Control. Yeah, yeah, it um, is, and it's got some. It, yeah, it's got some good, really interesting lyrics, especially that second verse there. Um, yeah, it's. Uh, he yeah yeah he he has a way with words and he's good at uh, painting a little uh, picture making these little vignettes yeah it's it's apparently it sounds like it's a guy who's lonely and he's in la and he decides to go out and he's probably looking to for a girl to pick up and he meets this girl who i guess that that second verse that you're talking about is after a look much louder than words she said i passed my initiation a friend of mine he got killed and in retaliation i shot the boy Twice in the head, no regrets, no sorrow. I'm going back tomorrow to make sure he's dead. Because yeah. if they don't, they call me a chicken. You know, so it's like she's a gang member, right? Right? Is, right? Is, right? Is what it seems to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty heavy. All right, and now you yeah. had mentioned diss tracks. Are there still diss tracks? This is a diss track. This next one, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. So let's listen. Yeah, this to, is it. Yeah. We will discuss. Let's listen to a little bit of Billy. Oh, yeah. This the one where he says, bitch. Billy Jack, bitch. Yeah. yeah. Billy Jack, bitch. Billy Jack, Billy Jack, bitch. So Gary, uh, enlighten us. Who is this uh, Billy Jack bitch? So uh, the rumor was that it was uh, a, a, a columnist for uh, the Minneapolis Star Tribune that had written some snarky things about Prince. Yeah, and he was obsessed. She was kind of like obsessed with him. Like supposedly she would write about him all the time. Yeah. And apparently, subsequently, he denied that it was about her. But um I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know the exact line, but apparently there's a line in the lyrics that sort of 
there's a pun in the lyrics that sort of indicate that it's her. Yeah, I it's yeah, just... I think of of course he's denying it, but yeah, I think it is. And but also, can you imagine? Uh, Gary, this this woman that writes about him all the time is probably obsessed with him. She was probably thrilled that there was a song, this song written about her. Yeah. You know. <laughs> well, what I want to know is I don't I don't understand the term Billy Jack bitch because all I know of Billy Jack is it was a series of films in the early seventies. Yes. <laughs> Right, the Billy Jack movies. Right. I think the song that that terrible song, One Tin Soldier. Remember That's that? It. Yes. That came from the first song? Billy Jack yeah. movie, right? <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so I died. I, morning after, Gary. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was this guy who. What did he? Do? I think. I think he's. It was sort of he. He used martial arts to defend. He would roam. Yeah, it was crazy because reservation. He wasn't Asian at all. He was just a white guy. <laughs> <laughs> and he would, uh, yeah, he sort of uh, protected the, right, uh, right. Yeah, the Indian. Yeah, I remember those. Yeah, I think he was supposed to be half Native American, and he was sort of fighting for. The, I don't, I've never seen the movie. The actor. So oh, know. you never, you never yeah. saw it when you were younger. That was like a big movie. When I, I don't was a think so. No, oh, unless I forgot. Reading, uh, reading, I guess books and stuff. Yeah, books and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I just um, see those trashy but, Billy Jack movies. So I'm, it's I'm very I'm very curious as to what what that means. How he ties Billy that Jack in? I, I don't know. I was what wondering is, if he's even addressing if, if if he's referencing that or if it's some other Billy Jack thing that doesn't even have anything to do with that. I was wondering that. Yeah. Because her name yeah, was no. CJ, so it's not it, yeah, right, it's right. BJ instead of CJ. So who knows? Maybe yeah. I, I don't know. Who knows? Um, yeah, and from from what I've read and things I've I've. I've looked at. I, I've seen nobody address this question of what, <laughs> what the hell, Billy Jack bitch means. Exactly, so. exactly. But do you know who's singing backups in the song though? Uh, no, I don't. And once you know, uh, you listen to it, you could tell for sure. Lenny Kravitz is actually uh, singing backups, uh, but he wasn't credited uh, because he was signed to a a, a different label, a different uh, record. Label. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. But okay. then when you listen to it, you say, "Oh, yeah, that's Lenny Kravitz for sure." Huh, yeah, I didn't know that. Kind of cool. Uh, all right, so now we get one, uh, Gary. I'm just going to ask you who would who would cheat on Prince? <laughs> yeah, that's that's a good question, right? Uh, but right, there's a rumor yeah. there's a rumor about this one. Who this one's about too? Uh, it's probably pretty well known, but let's listen to a little. It's called "I Hate You." <laughs> You have just accessed the hate experience. Do you wish to change your entry? Very well. Please enjoy your experience. I never thought that you would be the one After all the things that we've been through You gave your body to Some girls stepping out on Prince, and he gets pretty. He like holds court in the middle of it. He's like, oh, and and it's <laughs> okay. it's, it's brutal. It's pretty brutal, right? 
Yeah, yeah, that's my favorite part of the song. I know, Your the, Honor. The spoken said, word part. Yeah, may I call to the stand my one and only witness, a girl that know damn well she didn't have no damn business. I know what you did, how you did it, and who you did it with. So you might as well plead guilty because you sure ain't pleading the fifth. Yeah, um, no, it's 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 hard not to sort of take the song as being deliberately, you know, funny. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah, for sure. Given I that, think so. I mean, you know, maybe it's based to some extent on his genuinely having, uh, you know, uh, been hurt by somebody. Well, but... Carmen Electra uh, says that it's, it was written about her, and she says that he uh... played it. He he played it for her, and like, and you know, because she heard him. Uh, you know, she stepped out on him, and he played the song. I wrote this song for you and played it for her. Ah, uh, wow. Yeah, which you know, who knows? It's, he's not around to say if it's true or not, but I don't know. It. it kind of makes sense and then also we should mention the lead the guitar lead he plays at the end of this uh the slaves yeah yeah once again yeah right uh, yeah. once again and i I love, yeah, and I just love the, you know, the closing lines. I hate you because I love you. Oh right, of course, yeah, yeah, which is great. I love you. I hate you. I love you. <laughs> right. Yeah. Which any uh, any guy could uh, exactly. relate to that, right? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. When you've lived Makes in sense. love, like like me, Gary, and Prince have. Yes. <laughs> the end of the world, all th- the three of us. Exactly. <laughs> it's a universal uh, sentiment that we share with Prince. Yes. <laughs> All right, so, and then the album closes with the, uh, I would say this is the uh, Purple Rain of the record. Yeah, exactly. Right? Exactly. Uh, yeah. And, and it, it's great. I mean, it, it definitely, it has such a 80s, like, pop vibe to it. Uh, yeah. But it's still, but it's great. And I, and I feel like it's, the chorus is like, is like, sort of, it's like him. It's like how he lives his life. Uh, yeah, let's yeah. listen, to, we'll discuss it. Let's listen to a little bit of gold. There's a mountain and it's mighty high you cannot see the top unless you fly. And there's a molehill, a proven ground. There ain't nowhere to go if you hang around. Everybody wants to sell, it's already been sold. Everybody wants to tell, it's already been told. What's the use of money if you ain't gonna break the mold Even at the center of the fire There is cold All that glitters And gold So it's so I like how he's leaning into that 80s synth pop sound You know, he's not shying away yeah. from it at all True, yeah but uh, that yeah. that whole thing, everybody wants to sell what's already been sold. Everybody wants to tell what's already been told. What's the use of money if you ain't going to break the mold? I feel like that's him because he didn't, you know, no matter how successful he was and everything, he didn't just rest on his laurels. He was always after something new and doing, trying different things and doing different things, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm sure he, that's what he was thinking of when he read it. And 
Um, yeah, I love this song, and it's it does very it very much fills the same function as Purple Rain does at the end of uh, Purple Rain. Yeah, uh, you know, a big anthemic song, right? And it's got that to, it's got a great out. lead, yeah, great uh, guitar, like this soaring guitar lead at the end. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of it's kind of unfortunate that it, it, it ultimately it turns on a cliche: all that glitters isn't gold. Yeah, yeah, you know. I almost kind of yeah, right. You you're right, but I, I, but I don't really care. <laughs> no, exactly. Yeah, because you're uh, you're already on board, right? It's great anyway. Yeah, it, it is. And there's something uh, that I wanted to point out because I don't. I mean, I I know you're probably like me. We're not very. We don't consider ourselves very spiritual people. I mean, we're not. Not particularly. Religious. We're not particularly religious. And Prince yeah. was, but I never minded. Like I never. I never minded his religiousness because I, I always felt I, I never felt he was like uh, uh, pushing it on people or anything like that. I always felt like it was very pure with him. Like he wore it on his sleeve, and his his brand of positive spirituality. I always I always uh, I was always okay with that. And when he says that at the end, he says, "There's a lady, 99 years old. If she led a good life, heaven takes her soul." Now. That's a theory, and if you don't want to know, step aside and make way for those who want to go. And it's like I'm thinking, I want to go, Prince. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, it's like you know, he's just saying it's a theory, you know. And if and if you don't right. buy into it, okay, that's fine, you know. Uh, right. Step aside though, because I believe in it, and uh, that's you know, I always thought he was really good uh, about that, about not preaching. He, he was never preachy about it, but he just, you know, he was into the joy. I, I don't know. He's the one celebrity death that I, I took really hard. And I still feel, I get sad when I think, oh, Prince isn't around anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Me, me too. Well, right? him and, him and Bowie. They both him and Bowie. Sh- exactly. Prince and David Bowie. Everything both kind of shocked much, me. And everything went to shit after they died. Yeah. It seems yeah. like it. <laughs> um, but yeah, he, he well from the beginning, almost from the beginning, he was he would always you know occasionally do this sort of here and there kind of Christian kind of sentiments would come through in a few songs, uh, but he he didn't he didn't really get kind of uh, uh, sanctimonious about it. Right. He, even right. when he, even when he even when he became a Jehovah's Witness, which was after this record, obviously because he, yeah, he yeah. stopped doing the the you know. <laughs> Porno lyrics, right? Three uh, <laughs> nineteen, uh, no more three nineteen. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Uh, but even even then, though, it didn't really hurt his. In my opinion, it didn't really hurt his music all that much. Right. He still made some a lot of really good records, and he still didn't seem all that judgmental for a for a Jehovah's Witness. So <laughs> right, right, right. You know. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we're on the same page with that. Yeah. And uh, great. Yeah. So I'm glad we did it. You know, Gary, when I, I uh, we were chatting about something, and I said, "Oh, you should come on again." And he goes, "We should do it." I he goes, and you were like, "I can't believe you haven't done a Prince record yet." <laughs> and you were like, <laughs> "You were yeah, mad yeah. that we hadn't done one yet." <laughs> well, In our fourth season, and you're right. Uh, we should have, but it's one of. Uh, Prince is one of these artists that he's just a all-around artist, and it's almost hard to just pick one thing from him. But th- this was a really good record to do, like I said, because I feel it's uh, under the radar in a lot of ways, and uh, maybe people don't know about it as much. But it's great. It's a great example of later, you know, later Prince that was still making great music. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, it, it would have been tempting to pick 
something one of the early classic records right but those right, are so right. well known yeah yeah you know yeah no but this is good uh, good yeah. job gary you, you did oh good. oh great thank, thank you for, <laughs> was it was it okay was it all right no it was better than okay <laughs> it was great and we got to diss that stupid was writer that? too we got to diss him so oh man what's his name one don't, more time say his name one more time matt thorne don't matt buy his thorne. book <laughs> oh my god he pissed me off <laughs> It's a 600-page book in three paragraphs. I hope on someone tell. I hope someone tells him that. Hey, these guys are like tearing you apart on this stupid podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be awesome. So, yeah, Gary, yeah. what's uh, what's going on? Anything exciting going? Anything you want to plug? You want to promote? Oh, geez, yeah, I I got nothing. I mean, there's there's <laughs> some fine. there's some things there's to. but 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 it's it's so. Uh, it's it's nothing definite, so I, I'm, oh, not okay. gonna, I'm not oh, even yeah, gonna. I'm not even. Yeah, you were. I mean, you have you have some some scripts. You were you were. We didn't even mention. I You're, I called you a singer songwriter. I didn't say uh, a scriptwriter. Uh, I, I totally yeah. Left there's that a out. thing that's still out there, and it's been almost gotten produced for years now, and it's still. Right, it's still just <laughs> it's there, still, but I. And it's still. It's there. gonna happen. I think it's gonna happen, Gary. It might. Yeah, well, movies are coming back not. again. They're coming yeah. unless we are, unless this is really the end of the world, and then it won't happen. But yeah, exactly, and, yeah. and it could be. All I right. Well, surprised. I'm I'm rooting for you, and uh, remember that name, Gary Messick. Uh, you know, oh, the, the, yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. No, it was great having you on the show. Uh, don't forget, guys, uh, on Instagram and Facebook, you could follow uh, me at, at that record got me high. Also, that Facebook group got me high. That's a lot of fun, and the uh, the the guy that started it, Mark Garita, is coming on soon. He's going to do another record, so that'll be fun. At Twitter, it's at trgmh podcast, and you can email me at trgmh33 at gmail If you're that stupid writer that wrote that horrible book, uh, you could write me <laughs> and tell me uh, what. Maybe you want to come on and do a you know do another a, a Prince record that that you like. Uh, maybe, but uh, that's probably not. I don't think that's going to. And uh, don't forget, guys, uh, if you want to support me, really, the best way is to go to patreon.com forward slash and you become a patron of the show. Uh, I would really appreciate it, and I appreciate all you guys listening. Gary, great having you on. Thanks. Thanks for having me. All right. So we will see you guys next week. We are out of here.